Section number six of the Living Animals of the World, Volume One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shashank Jakmola. The Living Animals of the World, Volume One, Mammals by Charles Lewis Cornish, Editor, The Lemurs. The South American monkeys, with their squirrel-like forms and fur, are followed by a beautiful and interesting group of creatures called the lemurs, with their cousins the lorises, maholis, and pottos. The resemblance to monkeys is mainly in their hands and feet. These are real and very highly developed hands with proper thumbs. The second toe on the hind foot nearly always terminates in a long sharp claw. Elia, the Indian naturalist who kept them as pets, noticed that they used this to scratch themselves with. Some of them have the fingertips expanded into a sensitive disc, full of extra nerves. Lemur means ghost. Unlike the lively squirrels and monkeys, they do not leave their hiding places till the tropical darkness has fallen on the forest, when they seek their food not by descending to the ground, but by ascending to the upper surface of the ocean of trees and again at the first approach of dawn, seek refuge from the light in the recesses of some dark and hollow trunk. The ring-tailed lemur is as lively by day as night, but most of the races are so entirely creatures of darkness that the light seems to stupefy them. When wakened, they turn over like sleeping children, with the same inarticulate cries and deep uneasy sighs. But at night, most are astonishingly active. They fly from tree to tree, herd, but invisible, so that the natives of Madagascar doubt whether they are not true lemurs, the unquiet ghosts of the departed dead. Though the lemurs are here treated apart from the other animals of Madagascar, it will be obvious that they are a curious and abnormal tribe. This is true of most of the animals of that great island, which has a fauna differing both from that of the adjacent coast of Africa and from that of India or Australia. In the fossa, a large representative of the civets, it possesses a species absolutely unlike any other. The eye-eye is also an abnormal creature. Nor must it be forgotten that Madagascar was until recently the home of some of the gigantic ground-living birds. But, after all, none of its inhabitants are more remarkable than its host of lemurs, some of which are to be met with in almost every coppice in the island. There are also many extinct kinds. Exquisite fur, soft and beautifully tinted eyes of extraordinary size and colour, for the pupil shuts up to a mere black line by day, and the rest of the eye shows like a polished stone of rich brown or yellow or marble grey, are the marks of most of the lemurs. But there are other lemur-like creatures, or lemuroids, which, though endowed with the same lovely fur, like softest moss, have no tails. The strangest of all are two creatures called the slender loris and the slow loris. The slender loris, which has the ordinary furry coat of the lemurs and no tail, moves on the branches exactly as does a chameleon. Each hand or foot is slowly raised, brought forward and set down again. The fingers then as slowly close on the branch till its grasp is secure. It is like a slow working mechanical toy. Probably this is a habit, now instinctive, gained by ages of cautiously approaching insects. 
but the result is to give the impression that the creature is almost an automaton. Madagascar is the main home of the lemurs, though some of the related animals are also found in Africa and in the East Indies. But the dense forests of the great island are full of these curious nocturnal beasts, of which there are so many varieties presenting very slight differences of form and habit that naturalists have some difficulty in giving even a complete list of their species. Add to this that nearly all of them are intensely and entirely nocturnal, and the scarcity of data as to their habits is easily accounted for. When seen by us, their faces all lack expression, that is to say, the eyes, which mainly give expression, seem entirely vacant and meaningless. But this is due to their special adaptation to seeing in the dark tropical night. By day the pupil of the eye almost disappears. If only we could also see in the dark, the eyes of the lemur might have as much expression as those of a faithful dog. The change which night makes in their general demeanour is simply miraculous. By day many of them are like hibernating animals almost incapable of movement. When once the curtain of night has fallen, they are as active as squirrels and as full of play as a family of kittens. The ring-tailed lemur is often kept as a pet, both in Madagascar and in Mauritius. It is one of the very few which are diurnal in their habit. When in a hurry, it jumps along, standing on its hind feet like a little kangaroo, but holding its tail upright behind its back. It will follow people upstairs in this way, jumping from step to step, with its front paws outstretched, as if it were addressing an audience. The French call these lemurs maquis. The ring-tailed lemur lives largely among rocks and precipices. Most of these creatures live upon fruit, the shoots and leaves of trees and other vegetable food. But, like the squirrel, they have no objection to eggs and nestlings and also kill and eat any small birds and insects. Some of the smaller kinds are almost entirely insect feeders. The largest kind of lemur belongs to the group known as Indris. The black and white Indri measures about two feet in length. It has only a rudimentary tail, large ears and a sharp pointed nose. The amount of white colouring varies much in different individuals. This variation in colouring, a very rare feature among wild mammalia, though one of the first changes shown when animals are domesticated, is also found in the next three species called Sifakas. The diademid Sifaka, the Wolli Indri and the Black Indri all belong to this group. The Sifakas as some of these and the allied forms are called, are venerated by the Malagasus, who never kill one intentionally. Mr. Foster observes that they live in companies of six or eight and are very gentle and inoffensive animals, wearing a very melancholy expression, and being as a rule morose, inactive, and more silent than the other lemurs. They rarely live long in captivity. In their native state, they are most alert in the morning and evening, as during the day they conceal themselves under the foliage of trees. When asleep or in repose, the head is dropped on the chest and buried between the arms, the tail rolled up on itself and disposed between the hind legs. The Sifakas live exclusively on vegetable substances, fruits, leaves and flowers, the diet not being varied, as in the other lemurs, by small birds, eggs or insects. Their life 
is almost entirely arboreal, for which the muscles of their hands and feet, as well as the parachute-like folds between their arms and bodies, and their peculiar hooked fingers, are well fitted. The young one is carried by the mother on its back, its hands grasping her armpits tightly. This is not the universal way of carrying the young among lemurs. The crowned lemur, a beautiful grey and white species, often breeds at the zoo. The female carries its young one partly on its side. The infant clings tightly with arms and tail round the very slender waist of the lemur and pushes out its sharp little face just above the thigh of the mother. The woolly indri has more woolly fur than the other of its tribe, a shorter nose and a longer tail. The True Lemurs Of these, there are several species, all confined to Madagascar and Comoro Islands. One of the best known is the ring-tailed lemur, mentioned above. It is called Lemur Catta, the cat lemur, from being so often kept in domestication. The Visa Lemur, the Grey Lemur, the Mouse Lemur, the Gentle Lemur, the Sportive Lemur, the Crown Lemur, and Corquerel's Lemur all represent various small, pretty and interesting varieties of the group. The black and white lemur, one of the larger kinds, is capable of domestication. A specimen kept in a London house where the present writer saw it was always called pussy by the children. The other small kinds are very like squirrels, mice, weasels and other creatures, with which they have no connection. It seems as though the curiously limited and primitive fauna of the Madagascar try to make up for its want of variety by mimicking the forms of other animals, and something of the same kind is seen in Australia, where the marsupials take the place of all kinds of ordinary mammals. There are marsupial rats, marsupial wolves, marsupial squirrels, and even marsupial moles. The small squirrel and rat-like lemurs are called chiragales. Coquerel's lemur is really a chirogale. It is a quaint and by no means amiable little animal, sleeping obstinately all day and always ready to growl and bite if disturbed. Its colour is brownish-grey and cream colour. A pair of these, rolled up tightly into balls in a box of hay, will absolutely refuse to move, even when handled. They only feed by night. End of section number six.